Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host, Joe Milmine, and this is episode 167, a pod of Christmas past. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 167 of the Shiny Bees podcast. I'm Joe. I'm your host, and today is Friday the 11th of December 2020. Not long to go now, party people. And we'll be into 2021, and who knows what exciting and fun things will be waiting for us that side. If you are a new listener, Welcome. I hope you'll enjoy hanging out with us today. And if you're a returning listener, as always, I thank you every week because I'm grateful every week that you've come back to listen to the podcast again and hang out with me. So today's episode, I've got a little bit of news for you first, and then I've got some vintage material for you that I thought would be kind of fun to put out on the channel. I recorded this vintage material for someone else's podcast in 2014 and thought, you know what, this year is a year that requires a little bit of nostalgia, I think. So I decided I would put that out as part of the show today. So grab your brew, grab your knitting and we will crack on with the show. So in terms of news then, I've got a new podcast episode to share with you from a long-time listener of this podcast who invited me on her new podcast a couple of weeks ago and she's just released it and the interview is obviously with me and it's called the Brewtime Podcast. It's all about creating content that matters and in this episode of this podcast that's hosted by Fiona. I talk all about like this podcast, making this podcast and also the kind of things that have sort of grown out of this podcast from like a business point of view. And there's also quite a lot of, I guess, like ethics, like not ethics so much as kind of why I do what I do and why, how I do it and, and why I do it that way type thing. So if you've ever been interested in like me beyond the podcast and the knitting aspects of things, then please feel free to go over there and take a listen. I will put a link to it in the show notes and it'd be interesting to hear what you think, really. there's um, It's still quite funny. I did go for it myself once at least uh, during the course of the conversation, but there's a lot of chat in there about this podcast and why I started it and what's come come as a result of the podcast and also why I do things the way I do them and yeah not not taking any bollocks basically and not not being bothered or following the crowd is a big theme in that it's looking to be quite an interesting podcast to listen to if you're into content creation or um, content marketing and stuff like that then it would be interesting to listen to from a business perspective. But like I say, if you just want to hang out with me for an extra 45 minutes or whatever it was and listen to me bang on about why it's important to give people chips, peas and gravy when they ask for chips, peas and gravy, then head over there. 
The other exciting thing I've been working on is podcasting unpacked. So I've hinted and sort of talked about this project quite a lot of times over the last sort of three years or so, maybe even longer, might be four years, that I've talked about this as a project and I've been doing a lot of this kind of one-to-one or for other people I've been producing this sort of training but I've never really quite got there with doing it myself. I, I have a book that's three quarters written and I have loads of trainings that are kept on a Google Drive that I occasionally give people access to but I don't really offer it widely and I just decided to basically call myself out on my own rubbish and to start encouraging people to start podcasts as a more vigorous encouragement and to help people with doing that because I get asked about it all the time and I really love podcasting. If you've listened to any interviews I've done with other people and you'll hear it in in that episode with Fiona as well, like I, I think podcasting is the best medium. I absolutely love it. It's given me so many opportunities and I've met so many awesome people as a result of doing it. And I think it's really important for people to be able to share their voice and their message and get that out there into the world without it having to be really difficult, really techy, with a lot of rules about what you do and don't have to do. There are some guidelines. Fine, follow those by all means. But you know, a lot of stuff out there is very tech focused. It's like, oh, do I need this preamp? And what about that setting? And this is the best microphone or this is the best cable. And it's a full-time job keeping up with all of that information. And you don't need to know most of it. You just need to know what bits work, what buttons to press, what settings to put things on, and then just get on with it and talk and actually get on with getting that message out into the world. And podcasting unpacked is basically how I'm going to do that. I want to empower people to use their voices and to share them widely about whatever thing you want to talk about without a lot of rules, without a lot of shoulds and has tos, without cookie cutters, just doing things your way, but making it really easy for you to do that and encouraging you and helping you with the questions that you've got so you can concentrate on making the content and sharing that. So yeah, I'm dead excited. I've been working on this brand idea for about three months now and building another website for it and working out like the brand voice and the messaging and all of the other bits you've got to do for a brand before you launch it and trying to get the look together. So I know what it's going to sound like and I know what I need to write, but getting the visual right is quite important to me. I find that a lot of podcast education places on the internet are either really manly there's a lot of of men talking about it and it's usually quite tech focused as a result of that or the stuff that's aimed at women is pink and script font which I'm not a big fan of and seems a bit light on some of the substance and I wanted to fall right in the middle of that so I've been working with one of my favorite graphics designers called Christina Connolly. She's amazing. And the mark is ready. We're just working out the last bits of the colours today. And then it's going to be, I'm so excited. Like it's so pretty. I love this icon, this logo. It's, It's just so simple, but so classy, so sharp looking. I just love it. I love the whole thing. 
So I'm dead excited because I can then put that on my website and, you know, get everything up and running. I've sort of been waiting for that last piece to put it together because I'm very happy to kind of put things together and them not be 100% right. But I really, it's really important to me that this is is right because I've spent so long second guessing myself and telling myself who am I to teach people how to podcast because I didn't work for the BBC or I'm not an audio engineer or I'm not this or I'm not that. And I've spent the last three years watching people who've taken like my training I've done for other people and then position themselves as experts. So it is rubbish what I'm telling myself. Like if I can teach them and then they can go on and be an expert themselves, then surely I have something to offer. But that's a story we all tell ourselves, isn't it? It's something that we do, you know, your brain does to keep you safe and your ego does so that you don't do anything that's, you know, unsafe for you in theory and keeps you small and safe. And it's just, you know, I want to encourage people to take that step as well. And it is something, you know, I'm very happy to talk about knitting and 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 talk about that. But the idea that I could teach other people to podcast when I've only been doing it myself for nine years was a something that I was struggling to get past in my own head, which is silly because I've taught people air traffic control, right? That's dangerous. I've taught people to fly gliders, equally dangerous. Nobody's going to die from podcasting or if they do, it's going to be a freak accident, finding that quite hard. So I've basically had a word with myself and put all of that together. And it's, it's that's my big project for 2021. And I don't have a word for the year yet, but this idea that all these really smart women in particular that I know that I think, oh, I would really love to listen to you podcast about that. You really need to tell more people about what you do and share what you do. And I could listen to you talk about this all day. I want those people to be available to everyone else and I want to help them do that. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a really big year next year uh, for Podcasting Unpacked. I'm looking forward to being in this position next year and talking to you about how great it's been and how great a time we've had with the Shiny Bees podcast as well. I'm feeling quite hopeful and excited. And that's not just the number of mince pies I've eaten, but I will tell you that Aldi's mince pies are are still winning at the moment in the mince pie stakes. I have a couple of times given myself almost palpitations from the amount of sugar I've eaten, but I don't care. Let's get festive, people. So yeah, it is. If you want to know anything about it or get on the waitlist or whatever for it being live, I'm going to come and tell you anyway. Ofs. But I have a little... No, I don't have a little. I have a temporary... We're not little, we're temporary... Uh, temporary logo up and temporary splash page up on podcastingunpack.com and you can throw your email in there and I'll let you know when it all goes live but yeah I'm going to be even doing a, a webinar next week is my plan at the moment and you know getting people thinking about it before quarter one kicks off like let's all have a more podcasty year next year people so yeah dead excited podcasting unpacked i unpack it for you make it easy take it down to its component parts and yeah it's gonna be cool it's gonna be cool making podcasting easy for everyone so yeah all that is to say it's time to move on to some vintage joe some vintage joe knitting content so i produced this audio back in 2014 when I was invited to send some audio to a Playful Day podcast, as it was a knitting podcast at that point, 
and for inclusion in her show, something she does at Christmas. So I put the pattern pick together as something that's very much, especially at that point, but still really a huge part of my show and, and what I do. And she put it out on one of her episodes uh, entitled The One With All The Disasters. Now, she had had a bit of a bad week, but I wasn't quite sure how to take that at the time. But nevertheless, I kept the audio because it was good. It was really funny. And I'm going to share it with you now as a bit of nostalgia, fun, uh, pattern picky stuff. The links in there were all originally to Ravelry patterns because at that point, I was still using Ravelry quite heavily. So what I will do is in the show notes for this, I will make sure that I go through all of those patterns and uh, link out to things that are not on Ravelry if it's possible to do so. If not, I will let you know in the link that it is a Ravelry link so that you know what you're clicking on before you get there. Like I said, I would prefer not to have to send anyone to Ravelry at this point because they're still still not accessible for a lot of people and that's not fair um but I've got to find that middle ground of of still sending traffic to designers that I think have done great work and give them a chance to move their stuff elsewhere should they choose to so yeah this is vintage joe vintage shiny bees from 2014 hello and welcome no need to adjust your podcast listening set I've been invited onto the Playful Day show by Miss Playful herself to do a little guest slot for you as a part of a celebration going into the festive season. For those of you that recognise my voice, hello. And for those of you that don't, I am Jo Milmine of the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those that like their knitting, yarn and comedy in equally large measures. Today for you, I have some comedy. And for those that are familiar... It's a pattern pick, and for those that aren't, I like to celebrate the finer and more unusual, and particularly comedy aspects of knitting and crochet, and celebrate all those designers who have a brilliant sense of humour. Now, as we're going into the festive season, I thought it would be quite apt to do a little pick on the theme of Santa. And boy, have I got a pattern pick for you. If you are familiar with any of my previous work, and extensive research into knitting and crochet patterns, you'll know that there's a bit of a theme that runs throughout uh, those patterns which make it into the pattern pick indeed. And in this one, I think we've covered most of them. So it's a very special episode for you. And I think the only thing we can really do is just kick off straight into the patterns. First up, and by no means the best of the bunch, but there you go, is the Santa Helmet by Sallyhan Logerson. It's published in Sallyhan Crafts and it is a knitting pattern, category costume, I'd say. And it is a free pattern for a Santa-themed motorbike helmet cover. Now it's knit in DK weight yarn and uh, it, it follows the usual uh, colour scheme of a Santa hat. So on top of the motorcycle helmet, is, is the hat, which is a white brim, red stocking stitch body, and then a little tiny pom-pom on the bottom. Now, I really feel they could have gone a little bit nuclear with the pom-pom. It's a little bit unbalanced at the moment. This one definitely calls for a head-sized pom-pom, just to complete the comedy value. And um, not content with just that, and obviously, you know, 
wind and things, different aerodynamic forces when you're riding a motorbike. You're going to need to keep it on somehow. There's also uh, a, what appears to be loop knitting um, of, a, of a beard. There's a full-on beard on the motorcycle helmet. So you've got the bit where you get this, the kind of perspex um, that you can see out of to drive. You can still see out of that, but the rest of the hat is covered in a Santa hat and a beard. It is available now and apparently it only takes 100 grams of uh, DK white acrylic and 200 grams of red acrylic uh, and 10 grams of Panda Rustica Thick and Thin Yarn. Not a yarn I'm familiar with, I'm not going to lie to you and I would definitely up that white acrylic if you want a proper size pom-pom on this bad boy. Uh, there are two projects uh, for that one and I'm going to have a quick look Uh the other one isn't actually modelled on a person, it's just modelled on a motorcycle hat. But the pom-pom is definitely a lot better sized on the other project. So if you're a motorcyclist who's got a love of comedy knitting patterns and Christmas themed regalia, shall we call it, the Santa helmet is probably right up your street. I absolutely love knitting patterns that make cats look ridiculous because I'm not a big fan of cats despite playing a cat in the uh, into the, in the local pantomime and being rubbish at it for being too much like a dog uh, I have for you the Santa Pet Sweater by DIY Maven it is a crocheted pattern done in fingering weight yarn for a little crocheted tank top I guess uh, with a white again the big loops uh, round the collar and round the kind of middle uh, of the garment it is being modeled by a rather annoyed looking cat uh, that basically has th this look it, it, it isn't even like it's it's just lost hope completely massively ostentatious just like oh, humans puny humans you wait you know I'm, go I'm gonna bring up some dead rat in and, and put it in your cereal um, so the cat's face is worth it alone, frankly. And um, if you have a cat that you need to make look ridiculous uh, and who doesn't have one of those in their lives, especially if it's an annoying neighbour's cat that poos on your garden, get yourself amongst this Santa pet sweater um, pattern and get and get that cat sent home wearing that. Hilarious. Now, if you heard the latest pattern pick I did on my podcast, which was Knit Your Own Halloween, you will know that there was a very special pattern in there that caused a lot of excitement amongst the pattern pick aficionados and me, frankly. And I'm pre, I'm pleased. I'm very pleased to say that Maggie Weldon, who is becoming somewhat of a cult hero of mine, has not disappointed in the Christmas department either. This is a pattern for the Santa toilet cover by Maggie Weldon. Published in Maggie's Crochet, it is a worsted weight yarn pattern available now for $7.99 US. And let me read out the uh, the description before I describe the actual garment. Most of us enjoy a festive atmosphere in every room of the house during holidays. Don't forget the bathroom. Toilet covers allow you to add a bit of fun to an often overlooked space. Spruce up your toilet with this wonderful Santa toilet cover. Made with worsted weight yarn, these simple covers are the perfect finishing touch. Fits most standard toilets. And I believe that was pretty much the same one that she had for the Halloween one. This one is a knitted toilet cover, or not knitted, crocheted toilet cover for a, a Santa 
themed toilet so on the lid of the toilet it's red and the cover covers the entire lid which again I'm going to voice my concerns in the hygiene department reference this then for the cistern there's a full-on crocheted Santa face eyes beard the works um, which then as you go up the cistern to the top the bit that you normally open to kind of you know put a little blue loo box in or whatever that is the brim of the hat with a little holly um holly adornment on the edge and then on top of it and this this again pleases me no end the top of the hat is it has pom-pom it's about the right size but not just content with being ordinary it's actually a tissue box cover so you can fit some uh, kleenex tissues little square boxes in that other brands are of course available so from the sublime to the ridiculous really uh, the santa toilet cover by Mag- maggie weldon a legend i can't wait I'm, I'm gonna save it as a christmas treat and go in and see what else she's designed because the, the woman is a genius next up we have the santa hat and beard by ellen gormley it's a crocheted hat uh, in worsted weight again and this is a pattern for a santa hat with integral crocheted beard Uh, Use your crochet skills for a bit of holiday fun. Wearing this Santa hat and beard will make anyone feel like a jolly old elf. Jolly old elf, possibly jolly old something else most likely. But if you need a bit of fancy dress costume in, it could, could well be the way forward. This one's brilliant. It's brilliant. I don't really have it. I just, it was like snort down nose moment with the gallery of pets that are wearing this little treat it is santa claus by chloe vile while vile i think it yeah i think it's vile um and it is a knitted pattern for a santa hat for your pet i think it was originally planned for her cat who as you can only imagine looks completely thrilled to be wearing it and is definitely in no way pulling any face that says i, I am gonna wee all over your your freshly laundered stuff um at all it's just look of disdain and um it's only been tested on a large male cat you may want to adjust for your pet's adorable head how do they get their cats to sit still and put this thing on because this is just not cat-like behavior um and it always surprises me how many people manage to get their cats to wear this stuff and um as if the original pattern wasn't uh good enough if you scroll down the project uh pictures for this it's brilliant the second one down the cat looks like someone stuck its finger up its bum but and then if you look closely in the bottom left hand corner you can see that someone's actually holding the cat's paws down while they take the picture brilliant um underneath that there is definitely an extra from a bond film cat uh by lynn puss that's got a funky fur white hat on uh, and looks in no way evil at all the one underneath that is blurry because the woman has a hand so tightly around her pet's neck that it's kind of sort of its eyes are just sticking out further and the cat is clearly trying to escape but struggling i wonder how how all that went afterwards classic yorkies pose yorkies are another one of these dogs that end up wearing to comedy knitwear who in the right mind puts a a, a hat on a, a siamese cat they're like notoriously evil and this one is no exception and uh, it's even made it onto it might it's a it's a rabbit i think it's a rabbit yeah a rabbit with one again bit of funky fur on there love it loving your work and the ears i guess stick out a lot easier when you are a rabbit and have massive ears 
And uh, yeah, the the gallery of uh, rather annoyed looking pets just continues. So if if you if you <laughs> if you want to die uh, with cat scratches all down your face because uh, your your pet hates you, that is the one for you. Uh, but very funny to look through the uh, the pictures. Another one of my pet favourite things to look for on Ravelry is toilet paper covers. And Maggie Weldon is here again, troops. She's back and she has the Santa's Hat TP Topper PA206, which is a crocheted uh, pattern for $6 US. It's $5.99 for a toilet paper cover for your toilet roll to go with, I assume, the toilet cover. It's even got a little jingly bell on the end of it. Brilliant. Just brilliant. You are my hero, Maggie. Next up, we have the Santa Beard. There are a lot of patterns for Santa Bees, as you can probably imagine, but this was definitely the most impressive. It's by Sissy Holmstrup, and I thought Hoxton might like this one. So uh, this is how it got in. And it is a pattern for a knitted beard done in worsted weight yarn, but it's proper. It's like a tasseled beard. It's not knitted really at all. I guess the, the actual bits that hold it on are knitted, but then all of the tassels stick out, so it's like a proper full-on yarn beard, loose bits of yarn. You could sit there and play with the bits of yarn. It would be brilliant and it's a free pattern if not why not my friends get amongst it you need this beard in your life next up again a variation on the theme is the santa claus dog hat by sarah sack uh, posh pooch designs etsy shop i do believe has been in a pattern pick before her name definitely sounds familiar or notorious possibly not at maggie's level yet but you never know and uh yeah, Santa Claus dog hat. So little tiny chihuahua white uh, dog hat with the ears sticking out the top and it's Santa's face and the ears of the dog are sticking out just above um, the top of Santa's ears really and then it goes into the hat so it looks like Santa's hat's on the dog's head. Um, the dog, well, it's got a chin strap which again only adds to the comedy but the dog just looks absolutely furious in fact this dog has already urinated on the owner's pillow i reckon um because that's the look he's got it's just like it you are gonna die it, if i had laser beams for eyes you would be gone you would be out of there right now my friends at three dollars 99 us if you want it and it's um it's only for small dogs because comedy patterns are only for small dogs don't forget that extensive research has proven that big dogs do not get knitted for Last up in the very, very comedy section is Santa's Surprise Panty by Joan McGowan Michael. And again, quite a distinctive name. Uh, And she has been in the pattern pick before because doing underwear uh, seems to be one of her things. And that's what this is. It is a knitted pattern for intimate apparel underwear done in DK weight. Uh, You're going to need 191 metres of yarn for this bad boy. And essentially it's a pair of Santa themed knickers that's kind of like a the triangle bikinis you get where you fasten the sides and across the top of the knickers there's some funky fair natch uh, a few beads it looks like there on the front and then at the end of the ties at the side there's a little kind of christmas um bell on the end of it so they'll hear you coming at least next and to wrap up is the playful santa hat <laughs> oh the Playful Santa Hat by Mimi Alelis. 
this is a crocheted hat uh, for a Santa hat but it's the playful Santa hat and this is a playful day so uh, this would be entirely appropriate it's modeled on a little little teddy bear and it's a free pattern so we can all have our playful hats on and have a lovely wonderful Christmas that's all from me and if you've enjoyed what you've heard it's entirely possible you haven't but if you have and you want to join me for some more comedy fun a lot of luxury knitting yarn and uh, quite a lot of uh, chat about knitting you can find me podcasting over at shiny bees thank you so much to all of the uh, knitters and crochets that design these patterns for our amusement you are all geniuses and we love your work Have a great holiday season and a wonderful and peaceful Christmas to you all and speak to you all again soon. Oh my word, I definitely used to have a higher pitched voice, clearly. Sounded like a small child, I know it was six years ago, but I did sound a little bit like a small child at the start of that. Not bad audio though for six years ago. Eh? With my little blue Yeti, well not little, massive blue Yeti microphone. So yeah, that's a nice trip down memory lane. So all of the links to all of the patterns that were mentioned in that will be in the show notes. The show notes will be at shinybees.com forward slash 167. And you'll be able to click through to purchase some of those wonderful, wonderful patterns. I see no reason why we can't all have, all have a toilet seat cover for Christmas. So that is all we've got time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I will be back with you again next week with some more knitting chat. But in the meantime, have a lovely week. Happy crafting and I will speak to you all again soon. Cheers. You've been listening to the Shiny Bees podcast. Show notes for this episode can be found on the website at shinybees.com forward slash 167. And if you've enjoyed the show, please do consider heading over to your podcatcher of choice and leaving a review. It helps other people find the show and it makes me feel good about life. If that's all right.